Welcome to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphen Nation. I'm your dashing, daring, debonair, deadly, dangerous, deciding, dictating, delivering, dancing. I'm out. I'm out, guys. Host with the most, or with a coat, but really it's a hoodie, a zip-up hoodie. Kellen Conley. Chia. You guys, welcome to episode 130 of Hyphen Nation. So, Morgantown weather report up in this bitch. It's 51 degrees right now. A very comfortable 51 degrees. the, The fake summer rain has continued y'all ain't heard of morgantown weather report in a minute so the fake summer has been fantastic we've had a couple cold days but let me tell you brother yesterday it was like 70 something today it's supposed to get up in the 70s again uh chance of rain and everything that's fine by me and then uh tomorrow 70s let me give you that 10 day <laughs> so look, 70 degrees raining, 71 degrees raining, and uh, then 47, 52, 45, 58, 60, 51, 47. Yeah, that 47 is uh, is uh, was unexpected. I thought I'd, I'd at least be like maybe oh you're in the 50s now. It's like 71, 47. Who cares? Fuck your weather. Essentially what they're saying here. So expect some rain in little Seattle. Exciting times. You guys, in case you ain't noticed or you haven't listened to episode 129 for some reason, which is actually coming out on Halloween. I'm recording this on October 30th. I know I don't do dates, but why not? Because I'm talking about something uh, on the first topic that literally just happened today. And you're not going to hear this till Sunday. So... I had my verse, my verse, my first event month on Hyphen Nation. Am I recording? I'd be really mad. Okay, cool. Had my first event month here on Hyphen Nation. That's right. Literally every episode that took place in November featured a guest. I like I said when I was on with Lamb, I didn't wanna, didn't wanna jinx it. But but it's true, it's true. It's damn true. So let's run down the list of guests in case you missed it. So starting with episode 121, Michael Lamarique was on. Lam was also on episode 129. He's the only double guest. So I got nine episodes and eight guests. Um, 23, talked to Paul Herman about a lot of cool things. I, I had a great time doing that. 24, 124, me and Marcus showing Mad Love Robinson came together. To talk about some things. Talked about the best music of the decade. And guess what? We're going to do it again. That's right. So, for those of you playing at home, the longest episode of Hyphenation history was episode 48, Daughters, Dads, and Disney, 3 hours, 11 minutes. Episode 124, Hyphenation, clocked in at 3 hours, 15 minutes. The new record holder belongs to episode 124. I know y'all are excited. I know y'all listen to every drop of that. Marcus was literally here in Morgantown last Sunday and would laugh in my face again about 
my Rich Forever pick over everything else. I said what I said. I regret nothing. Uh, episode 25, Anthony came on, talked about El Camino. And then episode 126, finally got hyphen on, or hyphen, I'm hyphen, finally got Kwame on the show, Kwame Eppinson. Got him on the show, and we did the hyphen and Kwame show, Kwame's, or the hyphen interchangeable, we did that thing, and then got my friend Eric Frome on the show, he actually just had a book that came out, it's called Dylan, The Odd Jobs, actually it's Derek Ferguson's book, who was on the show uh, earlier this year, and then it features writing from... A whole bunch of guys I know, including Eric. He has a story in there. Mark Bosquet, who I've been trying to get on the show. He has a story in there. Russ Anderson. He was also in there. And then Joel Jenkins. Um, so, yeah, new Dylan book from Derek Ferguson. If you're looking for a jumping on point for Der- for uh, the Dylan character that me and Derek were talking about on episode, let me see, 88. No, 89. No, 90. On episode 90 back in April, if you're looking for a jumping on point for Dylan, here is your chance. Dylan the Odd Jobs, the ebook is only 99 cents and the paperback is only $9.99. What a steal! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, and then, and then went into the archives. Because what had happened was me and Lamb was supposed to do the Kevin Smith episode last Tuesday and then you would have gotten it last Thursday. But what happened was things happened. We couldn't do it. So skip Thursday, came back on Sunday um, with um, with Eric and then we took a time machine, a DeLorean, in fact, back to February 18th. Damn it. Go away, B. See, there's bees in October. It came close. I just I don't even know what that noise was. I'm dropping my phone right now. I'm not trying to deal with you, B. Where did you go? Why are things always attacking me in this damn parking lot? Any hoozle. God, you try to put the windows down and get a breeze. Went got in a DeLorean in a time machine. And I went and found the homie, Edward Brown, in a recording that we did on February 18, 2007. And you heard that in its entirety. I apologize for the audio in the middle. I did have better quality audio, but because I was... My computer was real trash back then. <laughs> Because I was running um, Adobe Audition recording and then also trying to search things on the internet for the NASCAR stuff, it killed my recording on Adobe and that's all I got. So I was missing the rest of it. I did have the video though, still have the video, and I just ripped through audio, the video, the audio from the video. It's not very good, unfortunately, um, but it worked out and then uh, came back with uh, the end of the episode, which came out fine. So shout out to Ed Brown. 12 years ago for sitting down and doing that podcast that became episode 128 in 2019 who freaking knew and then finally finally episode 129 the kevin smith episode plus a whole lot of other talking i feel bad i kind of feel like i'm i forced land to watch kevin smith movies because i thought we were gonna have a cool conversation about mall rats he's like i couldn't stand mall rats and i was like oh well this took a turn <laughs> so but I think we had a good conversation about Kevin Smith's works. We covered some major things. Handsome Bane is messaging me. Stop when we start casting Hocus Pocus. All right, man. Like, like it's like it's like a podcast, or whatever. Literally, just dropped an episode, and I finally got off my Bill Simmons kick. I don't know why. I've literally only been listening to Simmons all week long. 
throughout the week. I listen to the Cousin Sal pod and listen to all the NFL talk. And then I normally start uh, each new pod that comes out because he has normally three pods a week. And then by Monday, I just pick up with the Cousin Sal episode. I've been in my Simmons bag. I don't know why, but this morning, despite the fact that Simmons just dropped a new episode, I was like, let me listen to theater from our butts. Uh, maybe it was because in the show notes, Bane wrote, happy hyphen Halloween. I appreciated that. I appreciated that. Uh. Here we go. Um, excuse me, Ron Hart Truck. You know I'm trying to record the world's greatest podcast right now, right? Barack Obama approved. Have you heard of it? Probably, probably listening to it right now. Stupid food truck. And he's going back right in there. I hope he turns the truck off. The truck's off. I don't care. Oh, wait. Is he going around? Or is he adjusting? Yeah, he's backing up. Anyway. So, yes. Guest month has been successfully completed. Thank you to everyone who took the time to work with my weird ass. I can't record until 9 p.m. on a weeknight schedule to get things done. Shout out to Anthony for coming over for the El Camino episode. Shout out to Kwame for my multiple reschedulings and still wanting to do it. I appreciate all of that. Shh. Recording in progress. He's going to leave the truck on. Of course he's going to leave the truck on. I don't have anything better to do. Uh, it's going to be in there anyway. I don't care. Y'all just got to deal with the truck. This is what happens when I don't have a guest. And I, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> apologize for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I don't have much time, all right? So let me just say something real quick. My name is EG, and I am the host of two shows that are part of the Hyphen Podcast Group. The first show is called Catch the Show. It's a show where I talk about music-related news and pop culture, upcoming tours that you may want to catch shows of, and I tell you about a show that I call it it's the number one concert review podcast in the world and I've reviewed shows from Beyonce to Kendrick Lamar to even the Backstreet Boys so yeah that's Catch the Show the other show is called The Underground Monster slightly different kind of show but still music related it's where I cover basically underground independent hip-hop horrorcore and the juggalo culture so yeah if you're interested in either one go to hyphenpodcastgroup.com and or go to your favorite podcast platform and just search for them and hit that subscribe button okay got that cool now let's get you back to the show you were originally listening to this episode's brought to you by mccafe coffee large coffee four creams dollar six cents cannot go wrong also in my ever-ending ever ending battle to stop eating McDonald's, I have discovered that I may have new favorite breakfast sandwiches after all these years. It's the bacon, egg, and cheese bagel and the steak and cheese bagel, man. They're, they're very freaking good, man. Very good. I, I, and the bagels are soft. And it's a nice switch up from always eating those dry biscuits. I enjoy McDonald's biscuit, but um, they're not the best biscuits in the world. And, of course, I don't do McMuffins. I, I rarely will do the McGriddle. I feel like a McGriddle is just too decadent for me. I feel like if I'm going to eat a McGriddle, I need to be able to take a nap right after. 
So I normally don't mess with McGriddles. But yeah, there's a recommendation for you. If you haven't tried McDonald's uh, bacon, egg, and cheese bagel or steak and cheese bagel, get get to going and go cop that. And I heard the, I think the McRib is there too, but that might just be in my area. I haven't had a McRib. Eh. My coworker kind of ruined it for me because she had her first McRib and she had a bad one. It's like this is disgusting. I'm like, oh, well, if yours was disgusting, why would I want a McRib? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. Morgan's Head, West Virginia-based podcast collective, bringing great podcasts to the people. That's right. Morgantown, whoops, hyphenpodcastgroup.com. Um, and then also the Mark Rob, the M-A-R-C-R-O-B.wordpress.com. Written by my semi-regular co-host, Marcus Show and Mad Love Robinson. Who I saw in person for the first time in two years. Thanks for coming, Marcus. Went and got some wings at Big Shot Bob's, BSB's Wings with Anthony. Um, I told y'all about that on the beginning of episode 128. And then got some deserted Sonic, and then he was like, thought father out. And he went, he went to go see some other friends, but it was real cool to get to chill with him and everything. And believe it or not, it was the first time Angel and Marcus had met in person. He got to meet Aaliyah for the first time, because the first time uh, when we recorded episode... Uh, what was it? Episode 34 of Hyphenation back in uh, 2017 when he recorded that. Um, Aaliyah was upstairs asleep and we recorded in the basement uh, of the crib. So, a little knowledge for that ass for you. Want to proudly welcome the newest member of the Hyphen Podcast group to the family. That, that newest member being the Lifted Podcast by Eric Rivas. I believe it's Eric Rivas. It's not Eric Rivas. Eric Rivas. It's Eric Rivas. Um, he was brought to me by your boy, Handsome Bane. He said, yo, got a guy, got a guy wants to talk some business with you, and he hit me up. I'm like, yo, I totally know you because we're all in the same group chat. Again, provided by Handsome Bane. Like, seriously, like, Marcus talking about starting a podcast group, Marcus podcast group. Like, at some point, Eric Greenlee is going to succeed from the union, and I'm going to be his biggest support, supporter. Because he, he, let's see, he's brought me himself, and it's like a podcast or whatever, and, and K-Rock. Everybody goes with that. Lamb. Um, Lamb was interested in Hyphen Nation. He was listening to it before Isla Pal started, uh, but that's a direct extension from Eric. Um, also... He's the reason that I was able to get Maps to join up because I had mentioned to E. I was like, I'd love to talk to Miles about maybe doing some stuff. Now he's got this I Black Man podcast. And he he was like, he's like, I'm not so sure. He likes being independent. We'll see what happens. And I never reached out. And then one morning, I get the group chat with Maps in there. And it's like, yo, he's down. Maps wants to join. Maps has joined Hyphen Podcast Group. And now now I'm literally a co-host with Maps on uh, a podcast called Fresh. Um, and now he's brought the Lifted Podcast to us, which um, I need to... Uh, actually, let's do a little podcasting one-on-one. I just need to see if that episode of Lifted that I know was recorded recently, if it actually has been posted... Because if it has been, 
I need to go to my history. I'm not doing my J-O-B. And we're going to get back to that reference really quickly. Um, and posting the newest episode of Lifted. Here we go, Lifted. Um, I don't want to play. No, there, there's nothing there. So I'm going to have to hit up Eric and be like, hey, I know you uh, recorded some stuff. Like, how, uh, when are you planning on posting all that stuff but we're thrilled to have lifted a part of the family it's different vibe for us it's about finding uh being financially uh, not respectable well yeah that too financially responsible uh it's about self-help self-improvement on entrepreneurship uh it's a very education-based podcast and that's a different direction for hbg so i'm excited for it so the archives are up it's up on itunes spotify stitcher um it's available through Red Circle. Um, it, that's the website it's on. And I'm working on redesigning the site. The front page is being a little bitch because I'm literally trying to line things up. And then every time that I, I think I get somewhere, I look at what I got here and then it's crooked. And it just pisses me the fuck off. So so uh, it's in progress. It's almost there. So i um, been working hard at that. Shout out to Lifted. Uh, and that's why if you go to hyphenpodcastgroup.com, you see the, the logo. It says, don't mind our mess. You click the logo, and then it takes you to the normal show post. For those of you that's keeping track at home. I think that covers everything. All right, guys. It's been a great show. Love y'all. Love, trust, and belief. No. Uh, first topic, guys. Um, so... Woke up in the AM, and I don't know if it, it came across IG or if it came across Twitter first, but um, actor and comedian John Witherspoon has died at age 77. Funny thing is, not that this is funny at all, he was a very funny man. Funny thing is, I literally went to bed last night around 1, and... It was it was it was a little bit closer to two o'clock that it came out that uh, it came from his official Twitter account. Twitter, how do you not verify my dude? Twitter be pissing me off sometimes, man. Because they sit there and let and let Donald do all that bullshit that he be doing on Twitter, but then John Witherspoon can't get a freaking check mark. Anyway, official uh, Twitter account of John Witherspoon. John underscore Pops under Spoon uh, tweeted eight hours ago it is with deep sadness we have to tweet this but our husband and father John Witherspoon has passed away he was a legend in the entertainment industry and a father figure to all who watched him over the years we love you Pops always and forever the Witherspoon family and I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and jack that image because that's a great picture of him just sitting there smiling in that chair so yeah now First thing y'all going to be like, y'all young bucks, who's John Witherspoon? John Witherspoon was a legend, and everybody knows John Witherspoon. The most famous things that he's known for, he he was Ice Cube's dad, Craig's dad in the Friday series, Willie Jones. And then had an immortal scene that me and Marcus referenced on, on um, whatchamacallit, you know, that, that awesome podcast on Hot Ass Takes um, from Boomerang where he's literally talking to Marcus 
about uh, whipping that pussy. And it's only appropriate, you know, since my phone is plugged into my speakers, it's only right that I, I play you this song by my dear friend, uh, 66240, a.k.a. Jumbo Green. Uh, he This is on his 2007 album. The album was called um, Mr. Dub V. And it was produced by my friend Eric Jordan, who also does Browns in Our Blood. And the song is called Whip That Pussy. Or Whip That, according to the album. We always knew it was called Whip That Pussy, but it was just called Whip That. And let me just break you off a little piece of John Witherspoon. Let me stop talking over it. Now, Marcus. I hear a girl dog because she pussy whip. Now, Marcus. I hear a girl dog because she pussy whip. Watch it. Reverse it. Don't be pussy whip. Whip that pussy. Yeah. Obviously, it was such an iconic line from Boomerang that a whole ass song was made out to uh, made out of it. Shout out to E and us and uh, Jumbo, E and Jumbo or Boog. Call him Boog. You can't call him Boog. I can call him Boog. You don't call him Boog. TV. He was he was in the Wayans Brothers. He was the he was the dad on the Wayans Brothers. Um, and I'm just going to double check that because I, I did watch the Wayans Brothers, but I don't want to sit there and be like, yeah, dysfunctional tacky father. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was uh, Sean and Marlon's dad. Uh, he was on Tracy Morgan Show, Barnaby Jones, way back in the day. Five Heartbeats, a favorite of the Isla Powell family. And he even wrote a film from the old school in which he played an elderly working man who tries to prevent a neighborhood convenience store from being developed into a strip club. So there's that. But the most memorable thing that y'all young dudes should know him for is he was Gramps on the Boondocks, man. He was Pops on, on Friday, and then he was Gramps on the Boondocks. Which, ironically enough, I think they just announced... That they were going to come back and do new episodes. And uh, let me just double check that here. Yeah, yeah May 20, May 29th. John Witherspoon announced on John Rogan's 13th, oh, 1305th episode of Joe Rogan Experience series of return. Sony Pictures Animation announced a reboot on June 12th. Um, so I don't even know if he got to do anything with that. But he, he did three, he did four seasons of the Boondocks. Um, 55 episodes of Fire. The Boondocks, written by Aaron Magruder, was a long-time comic strip. Got turned into a show for Adult Swim and literally became the benchmark, one of the best black shows on television the moment it came out. So, I'm sad, man. John Witherspoon is just a funny dude. Funny, funny, funny. 
And I don't say that lately. Like, I mean, literally when he had that line about, like, well, you, well you verse it. You know, don't don't be pussy. What? What that pussy? He like, that was at a, a dinner that he was having with, um, I think Halle Berry's character was there. It was Marcus's parents. And they, they were killing him. Killing Marcus over that, man. Um, shout out to Boomerang, which is a show of Mad Love's favorite uh, Eddie Murphy film. Uh, the best Eddie Murphy film, according to Show Mad Love. But let me let me just run down the credits here, man. There was very few things that that he was that he uh, was not in, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I just discovered there apparently was a a comedy film in 1993 called Fatal Instinct, which is a parody of the erotic thriller, mainly Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct. And and he was in it, and starring uh, Armand Asante, Sherilyn Finn, Kate Nelligan, Sean Young. I don't know any of them. Here here is the filmography, and this this is the films: The Jazz Singer, Rat Boy, Hollywood Shuffle, Mr. Jones, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, The Reverend, Bird, House Party, Mr. Strickland, Talking Dirty After Dark, The Five Heartbeats, Wild Rudy, Boomerang, Mr. Jackson, Meteor Man, Clarence James Carter III, Fatal Instinct, a Detective, Murder Was the Case, Drunk Number One, yes, that is the Snoop Dogg movie, he was in that as Drunk Number One, Friday is Willie Jones, Vampire in Brooklyn is Silas Green, Faking the Funk as Bill, he was in Sprung as, as Detective, I have not seen Sprung in a minute, but you know what, I, I used to... I used to find that movie uh, to be hilarious back in the days. And Bullworth, I got the hookup. Shout out to Master P. High Frequency, Ride, Next Friday, Ladies Man, Little do- little Doohickey, Little Nicky, Dr. Doolittle 2 as a Zoo Bear, number two. Friday After Next, Soul Plane, Little Man, After Sex. What was After Sex? What was After Sex? Plot of a romantic comedy drama. Huh. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Uh, who's in After Sex? Real quick, uh, they, I saw some hitters: Mila Kunis, Jane Seymour, Emmanuel Shariki, Mark Lucas, Taryn Manning, Zoe Sadana, Noel Fisher, and Dave Franco. Hmm. Release date: two thousand seven. <laughs> um, Super Rumble Mix Show, uh, The Hustle. You got to coordinate. Hopelessly in June. Chick Magnet, a thousand words. I got the hookup too. Reality Queen, and he was supposed to play last uh, Willie Jones and Last Friday. I don't know. I don't know where they even were at with that. So we're props is going to have to be dead in Last Friday if we ever do get that movie now. Uh, and that's not. This is the Wikipedia filmography. I'm not even talking about. Um, not even talking about IMDb. So I'm sure there's a, a ton of other credits that's not even on here. TV, Richard Pryor show. Uh, Incredible Hawk. What's happening? As DJ. Good times. Officer Lawson. Barnaby Jones, like I mentioned. WKRP in Cincinnati. Hill Street Blues. You again. 227 is man number two. What's happening now? Frank's Place. Amen. I love me some amen. Shine on your light from heaven, Lord. Shine on me. Yep. You know what? Sherman Helmsley may have been better in eight. Nah, what am I saying? Amen's a good show, though. Uh, L.A. Law, 
Townsend Television, Martin as Uncle Junior, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as Augustus Adams. That, that's how I found out, honestly, because someone posted uh, that scene because he was um, the girlfriend's mom, or mom, the girlfriend's dad. Uh, I don't know. I, I might have liked it. I might have liked it. Uh, then he did Wayne's Brothers for four years, Wayne Head. Uh, Living Single, we popped out as Smoke Eye Howard. Uh, Happily Ever After, Fairy Tales for Every Child, The Proud Family. Um, Tracy Morgan Show, Kim Possible. Prior Offenses, Weekend at DL, The Weekends at DL. The Boondocks, obviously. Thugaboo, A Miracle on D Rock Street. <laughs> the Super Rumble Mix Show, Tosh.0, uh, we've made an appearance there. Uh, First Family, Randy Cunningham's Ninth Grade Ninja, Anger Management. Black Jesus, Black Dynamite, Blackish, as James Brown, two episodes, Animals, White Famous, and the Jellies doing voice work. And like I said, that's just IMDB. That's not that's Wikipedia. So let's do let's do him some real service here. I M D B John Wither Spoon. There we go. Not John. I'm not going to go through all his credits again, but I mostly just want to see. Hit, see what they got him down for. So block that. I don't want notifications from you. So he has 84 film credits as an actor. Two soundtracks. One camera department. One producer. One he got thanked once. One archive fo- footage. And he appeared as himself in 20 different films. 77 is a good life. Um, that's nothing to sniff at, man. As as a black man, you know, we have short lifespans. That's why the day I went in the hospital, I literally called everybody I knew and I was like, I'm going to the hospital because this could be it. I might be checking out at 36, ladies and gentlemen. Thank, thank, praise Jesus that I did not. And I got blood pressure medicine and I'm better. Oh, man. But 77 was a good life. I don't know if it says... He died suddenly, so I don't know if... It, I don't even think there was an illness or anything. Um, it, it, it just may have been Tom. The, the funniest thing... Not even funniest. About John Witherspoon, man... You look at him on Friday, and you see him with the colorful outfits on the Wayans, the Wayans brothers on that show, or, or even his comments to Marcus during Boomerang, or just some, he he's a funny guy, or some of the hijinks that he would get into as Gramps on the Boondocks. The, the, that voice is iconic. He, that he is iconic. He he literally brought a lot of joy to a lot of people's lives. And it's sad to see another good one go because you you I don't know like you like he were like his whole life was show business and making people laugh man and you know a little bit of what I do here I I try to bring joy to people's lives and make people laugh or sometimes cry or want to be like man he's acting like a little bitch when I keep crying about Dwayne Wade commercials. So I can relate, and the fact that he was able to accomplish it 
and then be so respected among his peers and I'm waiting for the that that turn where like John Witherspoon had had seven extramarital affairs and 16 other kids that he never claimed that, that stuff's going to come out because in 2019 you can't have you take the good you take the bad they they all go together man it's it's just unfortunate but it is what it is but I'll I'll never forget I'll, I'm just going to play it for you since I'm sitting here and it's all hooked up <sighs> I'll never forget watching Friday and I'm spraying the air freshener and getting bit by dogs and yelling at Craig and everything else but because literally like everything's like funny in the kitchen scene like you you need a job word for the day is J-O-B get a job but even as in a impressionable Friday came out in 95 so I either saw it in late 95 as a uh, 12 year old or as a 13 year old in 96 when I first saw Friday so even as a child this speech was incredible Craig have you seen my shoe What's that for? Protection. Protection? Protection from who? He didn't smoke you. I got to walk Smokey down to his house. Oh, man. Your mother and I never would have moved in this neighborhood if we had known you need a gun to walk down the damn street. You know how it is around here. Oh, no, son, that's not the way it is. You kids today are nothing but punks. Sensified. So quick to pick up a gun. You're scared to take an ass whipping. This one makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live. Fight another live, day. Fight another day. No, I'm not you're a man with a gun in your hand, don't you? I'm a man without this gun. I'm a man without it. Put the gun down. Come on, put up your deuce. Now you're a man. Your uncle picked up a gun, too. He had to find out the hard way. 22 years old. You've got a choice. He's all you need. All right? And that's real shit. <laughs> and this is in the 90s, man. So so the, the crime is at an all-time high. I mean, violence is at all-time high. Gangs. I mean, this is, this is literally... Um, were, they, were they right in Compton when they did Friday? Was that where it was set at? I'm not going to check. But I mean, obviously, this was... This is the hood. That was the whole thing about, it, about Friday. It was, it was literally a Friday in the in Craig's neighborhood and I mean <laughs> and it's crazy shout out to Ice Cube because he went from playing Doughboy who literally was 
on the other side of the fence as the gangster with the gun and and he obviously we 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 all loved Doughboy for for what he was and what he represented. But Doughboy was a killer, and Craig was going to make that same choice and and you know like he, he just he made he made. Craig was going to make that same choice, but then because of this speech from his dad, man, he was like, you know what? Because he pulled, he pulled the gun on Debo, if I recall correctly. And then, and then, and then Pop's like, put the gun down, put the gun down, Craig, Craig, Craig. And he even, he even told him, man, he's like, your uncle picked up a gun. 22 years old, and look where it got him. So either he could have went away to prison or he got murdered. And that's it. And that's Pops' brother, man. I think that was... For a lot of the, the comedies that were coming out at that time, it was a very positive message that a lot of people needed to hear. Now, whether they heeded it or not is a totally different story. story. But especially around that era, there have been so many... Like, hood movies were popular. Like, we, I talked about John Singleton when he passed. Like, he dealt like Boys in the Hood... And a lot of the movies that he was making, um, I don't want to say "Don't Be a Menace," "Menace to Society," like those those type of films. They they thrived on the violence that was inside of them. That that the violence pushed the story along. And with Friday, it's totally different because it's different because the violence isn't what actually. It was the climax of the movie, but Craig made the choice to put the gun down and then made the choice of, like, if I'm going to fight Diva, I'm going to, I want to do it man to man. What's going on? I don't know. It sounds like machine guns. Oh, Lord. Mama, where Craig at? I don't know. Shout out Regina King. Regina King. Fine ass. You're like a bomb. Joanne, you seen Craig and Smokey in there? I thought they were over there. Debo, you seen Craig and Smokey around here? Earlier. Damn. What'd she say? She ain't seen him and Debo ain't seen him neither. You see why I said you have to tell her I before you leave the house? What's your face? My sister like she was. These niggas around. You lucky. Man, that's a female. Shut your little punk ass. Detail. Oh, you want to fight me because you're in the middle of Pulls a gun. What you gonna do with that? Besides make me mad. Put the gun down, son. Yeah. Put that gun down, son. And get knocked off. He edited the out the part where he popped the gun and it was like in his head. Give I me think. a gun, son. Craig. Craig. That was good. That was good cinematography, though, because everybody thought he did shoot Devo. And Smokey's mad. And then it's on. Then it's on. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and Weatherspoon was a part of that, man. Pops was a part of that. Um. As a as a, a fan of black cinema, as many many people are, as a fan of movies in general, a lot of people know John Witherspoon, and I think his contributions to the comedy and to 
just film in general because I don't know like like you there isn't a more whenever an old black person was needed a grumpy old black person you thought John Witherspoon man like and you know what he just had a, had a time of his life bringing joy to people's faces man bringing joy to people's lives I know I spent many an hour laughing at, at Pops from Friday to Friday after next to Boondocks but then I also know that he was doing what he loved and he and that makes me happy too so rest in paradise John Witherspoon you've earned it 77 years old salute what up though cause he's from the D from Detroit and if you don't know I know a couple people from Detroit in case you didn't know Next topic. We're going to switch completely. Switch gears completely here. Because I want to I want to do a little update. And it's about my beloved Oakland Raiders. You're like, oh, he's going to talk about sports. Oh, sport ball nation. Shut up. I don't watch football. Football's for dirt. I'm like, oh, Jay-Z's is took the money from the NFL he's not doing anything with it yeah we know we know so look the Raiders are second in the AFC West right now guys without Antonio Brown and without me having any faith in in John Gruden I expected the Raiders to maybe have two wins at this point of year I was I don't know or even one win I wasn't expecting a whole lot I would expect another disappointing season. But they are actually three and four and second in the AFC West. They got a, a big they got a win over the Colts. The Colts only lost of the season, I believe. Let me just double check that. Nope, Colts lost twice, but one of them is from the Raiders. They've they've had games where they, they've been very very much so in the game. Is, is that what I'm trying to say? Um, that's preseason. Yeah, so right here. So they, they beat the Broncos, which is surprising. I didn't realize the Broncos were going to be so trash. The Chiefs knew that was going to be an L. Uh, the, the Vikings game, kind of expected that too. But beat the Colts, beat the Bears in London to go to three, the, go to three and two, and then swung the whole Packers game because of a Derek Carr fumble in the end, uh, at the pylon that went got fumbled out of bounds they called it a touchback we didn't get that touchdown and changed the whole game so we lost the Packers and then we were in it for most of the game against the Texans and we just didn't execute a few to plays down the stretch and it, it kind of burned us but we're three and four Antonio Brown still doesn't have a job thank God fuck Antonio Brown and let's just take a look at the schedule here us uh, and we've already had a bye week so we're playing every week the rest of the way. That's what we got. The Lions. The Lions are currently 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. They are a team similar to us where people kind of expected them to be worse than what they are, but they are routinely in games. So we finally get to go home to play, and baseball season's over, so I think this will be our first game without there being – first home game in a while. Yeah, without there being – 
a baseball infield. So we actually get our field back, which is awesome. So the Lions are coming to visit us this Sunday at 4.05. Um, I have a good feeling about that game. Then the Chargers are going to drive over to, and to play us. And the Chargers are another team, again, who are routinely in games with the Chargers, just like the Lions, find ways to lose at the end. So I have a good feeling about that game as well. The Bengals are awful. They have they don't have a win, and they just benched Andy Dalton. So we we may, we should be beating the Bengals. So there's potential if we win these next three games, we could potentially be seven and four. Right? Why am I so bad at remembering numbers when I work in the industry that I work in? We could potentially be seven. And yeah, seven and four. I'm not wrong. After the next three weeks, and Mahomes will eventually be back for the Chiefs. I'm not gonna get my hopes up. Matt Moore won on Sunday night, I, I believe that game was. Um, so the Chiefs are still gonna be right there with us. Then we get the Jets. We gotta go to New York and play the Jets at 1 p.m. on uh, November 24th. The Jets aren't as good as most people predicted. Um, but I also wouldn't sleep on them, but we, it could be, I, I, I think we could peel that one off too. We could be eight and four by the time December hits. Then we got to go to Kansas city. We're probably going to take the L. So that's eight and five. The Titans are coming to see us who I hate. I hate the Titans because Eddie George used to kick our ass like every single season and the NFL always would schedule a fucking Titans Raiders game. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. The Nashville Oilers, the Tennessee Titans. I hate them. I don't like the Titans. There's never been anything about the Titans that I've ever liked in my life. R.I.P. Steve McNair. And you know what? I respect the hell out of Eddie George. Eddie George is an incredible running back. Can't take anything away from them, but God, they used to kill us all the time. So we take the Titans Titans game. That's nine and five. Then we got the Jags. The Jags are again or another team. Um, they got Minshew as their quarterback, and I don't know how if if Foles will be close to coming back at that point with the broken collarbone. They may stick with Minshew and not risk Foles getting hurt again. But we could be. It's at home. The Jaguars are another one of those teams that they can stay in a game, but they find ways to lose. So we could, we could potentially be 10-5 and five going into the final two games of the year. And then we got Chargers and Broncos again. So again, as long as nothing weird happens, <laughs> as long as nothing weird happens, um, yeah, yeah, so 7-4, and four, and then 7-5, Eight and five, nine and five. Yeah, like if we beat the, we gotta go on the road. The last two games are on the road, so we gotta go to LA and we gotta go to Denver and beat the Chargers and the Broncos. But we have potential to be eleven and five at the end of the year, at the end of the season. Just looking at the AFC, man, the Pats are are in. They're undefeated. The Bills. Very suspect right now. A very suspect 5-2. and two. We don't know if that's going to hold. The Chiefs are going to be there. So that's two playoff teams. The, Ra- the Ravens are probably going to come out of the north unless the Browns uh, completely turn things around. The Steelers are 3-4, and four, though. So don't sleep on those motherfuckers in Pittsburgh. Ugh. <laughs> 
They, they could be hanging around too. I don't know what their schedule looks like and I'm not going to look at it. Don't care. So, so that's a thing as well. Uh, so the Ravens, I'm going to say, are going to be coming from there. And then the, the South is the problem. The AFC South is a freaking free-for-all. for, for all. Because the Texans look like they're a good team. But then they blew it. They've lost like maybe two games they should have won. The Colts seem like they're a good team. And having a Ewing Theory series, season, in case you don't know what that is, it's a Bill Simmons theory where a team is better after their star player um, leaves them. And this is in play in a couple places right now. Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies. The Washington Nationals make the um, World Series first time in their history. And they're going to game seven. Um, I believe that's tonight. So by the time you hear this, the World Series will be over. Um so because they got rid of Bryce Harper, their team got better. And then also it's in play because Andrew Luck, who I talked about on the pod, decided he wanted to retire and Jacoby Brissett stepped in. And the Colts have been a very consistent team in that division. And like I said, the Jaguars, the Titans, I'm not worried about it. The Jaguars are weird. What if what if things start coming together there where they're, they're just hanging around? So there's potentially up to three teams that could come out of the AFC South. Let's just leave the Jaguars out. So there's two teams in the South. Um, and the, the Colts, let, let's say the Colts win the division, okay? The Colts or Texans are going to win. The Colts, the Colts or the Texans are going to win the division in the AFC South. Which leaves us with one, so potentially there's two AFC wildcard slots left. So it's either going to be between the Bills, us, the Steelers, Freddie Kitchens is fucking up the Browns. I think he should be fired. I'm not even having that discussion anymore. Browns aren't making the playoffs. Eric and Anthony don't listen to this anyway. I'll say it next time I'm on Browns too. Um, Browns in our blood. And then the Colts or the Texans. So we're, we're literally looking at... We're fighting three other teams for these wild card spots. And I, I don't... I, and, on it. Let's leave the Bills in, just to be fair. I don't think... I think the Bills may kind of level out here soon. Um, so they, they might not be in the picture. So we got the Pats, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and let's just say Colts. So that's four. And if it's between the Texans, the Steelers, and us for the for the last wild card spot. I like our chances with our schedule. As long as our, we don't get injured and we continue to play smart, like Gruden is is proving me wrong. He's he's using our weapons to the best of our abilities. Uh, best of, he's using the weapons to the best. He's, what, what is the word I'm trying to say? He's literally, he's literally um, doing this thing. Um, he, he's doing this thing. Uh, what what is the thing he's doing? <laughs> he's using the weapons we have. He's he's um man, this is really bad. He's he's getting the best out of what we have available to us. That that's what I want to say. Oh my god. Um, Josh Jacobs is a phenomenal running back. A uh, great pickup. He's a rookie. He's been wonderful for us. We haven't had a consistent running game since uh, Latavius Murray left in free agency a few years ago. No offense to you, Beast Mode. I love you. You had some good games. But we know that you just wanted to play in Oakland. 
That's the reason you came out of retirement. You wanted to play in Oakland. You did have some moments for us, but you were never a consistently strong runner. So Josh Jacobs gives us a, a good running back for the first time since Latavius Murray. And shout out to him for him backing up Alvin Kamara and in New Orleans and having two great games and I think I picked them both picked them up both times in FanDuel so shout out to you Latavius wish you were still Raider but uh say la vie and Darren Waller's having an excellent year Derek Carr is playing well his numbers aren't astronomical like his uh 2015 season but they are He's being a great game manager, and that's what this offense needs, especially without a star wide receiver. Tyrell Williams is having a good season. He just got back from injury. Hunter Renfro has stepped up. Our defense is doing well, having trouble getting the quarterback at times, um, but hopefully that's just going to come along and the, the, defen- the, the defense, the defense will continue to gel as a unit as the season continues to go longer. So I'm really excited about our chances. I I could, uh, SB Nation says that the Raiders grade dropped from a B to a C. Why? The Lions approve a tough task this week. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, the Raiders have only allowed eight sacks this season, which is incredible, especially considering we played Khalil Mack a few weeks ago. Jacobs is a favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And he's, uh, yeah, man, he's on pace for 1,000 yards and over nine touchdowns, uh, the way Josh Jacobs is playing. So we're having a very surprising season. I'm enjoying the Raiders for the first time since uh, Jack Del Rio's last year. And I didn't really enjoy that because it was just kind of like, why aren't we playing better? Why aren't we playing better? Why aren't we playing better? I just didn't get it. Uh, So that was a very frustrating season. But, I mean, I could be completely wrong. We might be done winning, and we might end up at 3-13. That's not out the realm of possibility either. But I just want to take a few minutes to talk about my Raiders. So uh, best of luck to you guys, Raider Nation, Uh, the, the sister name of Hyphen Nation, as I like to say. Actually, I never say that, but I just figured it was appropriate, so I said it. I said what I said, and I I just discovered, I'm actually, uh, here's one of my recommendations. I discovered a YouTube show that is similar to Browns in Our Blood, where this gentleman covers Raiders, and if any of y'all want to check him out, it's called The Black and Silver Way. What's going on, Raider Nation? Welcome to another video for The Black and Silver Way. It is your host, Dylan. His name is Dylan. (laughs) That's the reason I started playing it. Yeah, it's called The Black and Silver Way, and, uh... He, he literally covers Raider stuff all all the time. And um, I, I've been watching him the past few weeks, been enjoying that. And so shout out to him. If you want to check him out, rate, review, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of in my Raider bag right now. I'm, in, I'm enjoying what the team has been able to accomplish so far this season. And I'm looking forward to more, um, more wins and more more uh, prosperity and hopefully a surprise um, and hopefully a surprise season season. See, you can tell I'm, I'm trying to look for something else when I'm supposed to be working and hopefully a, a, an unexpected playoff appearance. That would, that would be great. I don't expect us to do anything crazy. Hey! Hey! 
I'm recording the Barack Obama Proof World's Greatest Podcast down here. Get that helicopter off my lawn. I don't expect anything crazy like a, a couple wins or even a Super Bowl berth. I don't expect that. I would take all of those things. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Can you imagine me in February Super Bowl week, even if I know we're going to lose? That would, that would be amazing. That would be amazing, but let's not get ahead of ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want anybody getting to a, get too too excited because uh, we just don't want to get ahead of ourselves. My Triple H impersonation literally made me choke. But you see, uh, the game is going to see the Raiders go to the playoffs. Uh, and if that happens, uh, get out of my car, bug. Uh, it's going to be a crazy time. Because the game always wins. Uh, yeah. It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell you all about it. It's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff. And if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or Theater from Our Butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. You've been listening to Hyphenation, the Barack Obama-approved world's greatest podcast. I am your host, Kellen Conley, and Hyphenation can be found on any podcast listening platform. That could be Apple Podcasts, it could be Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, it could be Radio Public, it could be um, a new podcast app. What was that podcast app that Bobby was telling me about? Let me see here. Let me see. Where are you at, Bobby? Bobby! Bobby Stamps, there you are. Podcast Republic. I know it's on there. It's on the TuneIn app. Anywhere podcasts are listed, it's available. If it's not, or any of our other great 11 shows available from Hyphenation, or actually 10 shows, so I'm the 11th show. If any of our other shows from Hyphenation, from Hyphenation, if any of our other 10 podcasts aren't available, um, any of the other 10 hyphen podcasts, group podcasts, there we go, stutter some more, Kellen, anyway, aren't available on your favorite podcast listening platform, let me know, and I will do what it is that I do, because I am the best at what I do, and what I do is post podcasts. So, make sure that you're rating. Love to see your reviews on Apple. Uh, if you go to Apple Podcasts, hit, hit me with that five stars. Give me a review if it's good or bad. I will read it. I don't care. Subscribe. Never miss an episode. Share. Tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again. So y'all can talk about hyphenation at the water cooler. Like, man, you think, like, did you hear that Kellen said he thought the Raiders are going to go 11 and 5? Like, that's crazy. And then they're like, yeah, Kellen also said the Raiders, are good, the Browns will go 13 and 3. Ha, 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 ha. They'll throw their, hair, their head back and laugh at me. I guess that's just what, that's just what people do nowadays. They laugh. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, B-H-Y-P-H-E-N at gmail.com, at B-Hyphen on Twitter, 
hyphen universe on Facebook, be the be hyphen on Instagram, or through hyphen podcast group. It's hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, hyphen pie group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group on Instagram, and hyphen podcast group on Facebook. In case you want to do that. Power positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, man. Because the game uh, doesn't like negativity. You got to do what you got to do. Get that negativity out of your life. No matter what it may be. No matter what you have to do. You got to do you. uh... It's important. Words of wisdom for today. Um... Sleep. Sleep is important. Some people may just like they they just push themselves to the limit. They push it push it to the limit like Rick Bo- like Rick like Rick Boss, Rick Ross. And it's important to sleep, man. Even even if you're like me and you're you're posting podcasts and you're working on a website and all these things, you still gotta sleep at some point. You just gotta be like Look, just say no to yourself, whatever it is, and get some freaking sleep. Do it. Sleep more. That's my words of wisdom for today. Call your mom. Call your dad. Call your sister. Call your brother. Uh, write your grandmother an email. Write your grandfather a letter. A, le- a letter. A letter. Send a telegram to your uncle. Uh, send a wire transfer to your aunt. Uh, it could be big or small, that's your choice. Or you could just send them a postcard or you could post on your nephew's uh, Facebook wall or you could get your niece a little toy or you could just hug your kids and tell them how much you love them. Let people know how much they mean to you while they're still here because just like John Witherspoon, you never know when it's your time to go. could be 77 or 36 years old. So take a second and remember the good times. Live for the moment for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's how it's done. Apologies, Markel Fultz. You had a dunk, but then you got your ankles broken again, so you're still trash. All that, every single ounce. I am going to ease on down the road. As Stone Cold would say, as Steve Austin would say, I'm going to catch your ass down the road. Thank you to every one of y'all that listen. I appreciate it. Thank you for everybody who was on guest month. By my calculations, which aren't real calculations. Let's see. According to the calendar, this episode will be coming out on November 1st. Not on November 1st, on November 3rd. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're going to get eight episodes of Hyphenation in November. Knock on the wood on the fake wood in my car and then in December you're gonna you're supposed to get one two three four five six seven eight nine motherfucker you're supposed to get nine episodes in um in December so yeah y'all got a lot more coming your way man 17 more episodes at least or 16 episodes because I guess this counts for November This has been the 129th, no, I lied, 130th episode of Hyphen Nation. 
130 episodes of fire! Just like that. Take care of one another. See you Thursday. Thanks, y'all. and comment this has been a hyphen podcast network production they're the bestest i'm getting paid at exposure